Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This is the Michael K Show podcast. Listen live weekday afternoon starting at 3 on 98.7 ESPN in New York. The ESPN app, the TuneIn app, or on your smart speaker. Hey Alexa, play 98.7 ESPN. Welcome back to the show from a plot Deutsch Park in Franklin Square, New York. So, Peter, you were pretty much spot on in surmising what was going to happen yesterday in Vegas with the WWE stuff. I, I was pretty much. I, I, wasn't, I wasn't spot on, but I was close. So I wonder, now you didn't have any inside information. What you did was you surmised. No, you, you know. And, and wished and, and, and right. hopefully predicted. But you know the sport. You've been around it a long time. You've been a fan forever. So you kind of piece it all together. I think this is what might happen. Right. And it kind of happened. Yeah. And, so, and, and I am perceived as an insider, even though I don't know anything. Right. So in 2000, I think it was 2003, Derek Jeter got named captain of the Yankees. And the Yankees were in Cincinnati. And I was doing the show with Don by then. And they, they called a press conference for like 4 o'clock that day, 4.30 in Cincinnati. And I said on the air, I bet you they're going to name Jeter captain. No information at all. George Steinbrenner went absolutely nuts. He ruined, he ruined the whole suspense. He ruined who told him, why did he say it on the air? And I, I had no inside information. I just figured it out. Like, the manager wasn't getting fired. This wasn't happening. This was, it had to be the captaincy, and it turned out to be. And I wonder if you're going to get a call. Well, well you, were, you did this on the radio or TV? I did it on the radio. On Ray Rowe. The difference is, of course, you doing it on the radio is such a bigger. It's so close, right? Like right. such a huge percentage of their audience saw that. No, what? no, this radio. Not, not oh, the, you only did on the show? Yeah. I oh, was really? on Yes by then, yeah. Huh. I, I don't think so. I think, uh, oh, ooh, Nick Khan, I'll call for you. No, no, no. Um, no, I mean, if anything, I thought, I wonder if anybody heard, heard my prediction and said, that sounds like a pretty good idea. But oh. I, I, I always am mindful of that, um, you know, especially if I'm on a broadcast. Like, if I'm doing, let's say, when, when WrestleMania comes around, I will not sit there. For example, a few weeks ago, the Royal Rumble happened. Right. I had some ideas about who might be coming back right. at the Royal Rumble. I'm not going to bring that up during the kickoff show. Right. I'm not going to then just throw out ideas. Right. But if it's something like this where on my podcast, I'm literally guessing out of the blue, I think that's safe and I, I, there's, there could be no issue because I have no information. Right. So. Oh, Triple H is on the phone for you. Oh, no. Yeah. Um, Nick's yesterday. The line was six and a half. Now, I don't know if the line... You're cutless. Sh- right. No, I'm smart. And I thought, well, they'll keep it close. But then early, oh, Don bet it early on in the game. Peter Hartenstein went down. I mean, they really had nobody. They had an eight-man team. They had three G League guys. And Hartenstein was the first person you named yesterday, right? So I'm a little bit nervous about what's going on because this is the second time that Hartenstein's went down with that Achilles problem. Now they need this guy, especially with Mitchell Robinson out. Now Precious Achua is, you know, gonna soak up some of the minutes, but that would be a very, very, very big loss, and 
Then yesterday, when we were on the air from uh, down the block at the UBS Arena, uh, it, it became a thing where OG Ananobi was announced that he had elbow surgery to remove a chip. Hopefully, he gets back in a month. There's a lot of big ifs now. Is Hartenstein going to be okay? Did that shut him down for a long time? When is Randall getting back? Is he going to get back before Ananobi? Is Ananobi going to be after Randall? How serious is the ankle injury to Brunson? I say all of these things not because the Knicks are going to fall out of the playoffs. I don't believe that at all. But I do wonder, are they going to lose their grip on a second and third spot in the Eastern Conference and make it tougher on themselves? Because if they go into a streak now where they lose a lot of games, all of a sudden they drop down to the number six spot, and that first playoff game is against a really good team, and you hope you don't get knocked out right away. You want to finish second or third, so you have home court advantage, and you're playing the sixth seed. I think it becomes very scary if they go on to a little bit of a losing streak now, and I wouldn't blame them if they do. They're missing too much firepower. So they're 33-19 and 19 now. They're tied with the Bucks. By the way, the Bucks are 1-5 under Doc Rivers. Lost again. That broadcasting seems like a much better gig now. Uh, so they're tied for third with the Bucks. Sixers are next, two back. The Pacers, um, they're four and a half back of the Knicks, and um, the Heat and the Magic are five back. So they're in good shape, but, you know, if they go off where they, they, I don't know, they lose 6 out of 10, then that whole run that they went off, well, then, then you start to worry a little bit. So well, the, fortunately, the, injuries are, the, the, the injuries are too dominating right now. Fortunately for them, the Bucks are in trouble. Right. So that, that gives them a little bit of safety. Now, they do endanger themselves, if this is a really bad run, of, of two becoming a, a, a distant memory. Right. But fortunately, because the Bucks are in a bad place, hopefully they can stick around. The question for me is, Michael, can they steal one of these games before the break? Well, they got the Pacers tomorrow. I'm going to call that a big loss. All right, then they have the Rockets in Houston on Monday. Maybe you could get that one. Maybe, and then you have uh, Orlando in Orlando Maybe. on Wednesday. you got to get one of those two, right? I, I, Michael, I don't see them beating the Pacers. I, I Not not this undermanned. Well, let's see if, you know. If, I guess Jalen could come back. If Burks and Bogdanovich are ready, they pass their physicals, they can play. That would help. I mean, then you have two guys. Isn't that crazy? Then you have two guys showing up who don't know what they're doing at all on this team yet. Right. And it's not a team that's going to remotely resemble what it's going to look like when it's fully built. Right. It's basically those two guys kind of playing with a bunch of strangers and no leaders. It didn't affect uh, Ananobi, though, so let's hope it's the same deal. Well, at least, but yeah, but Ananobi came in when everybody was available. Right. He joined a team that was already gelling. This is not even the Knicks anymore. This is this is the G League Knicks. So uh, let's just hope they can get one of these next three. I, do you think they'll get more than one? I, I can't see them getting more than one. So you hope for one before right. the break. Um, another thing that worries me, very quietly, the Cavs have gone off on a two. I yeah, think they're, they're very good. 16 of 17, and they're a good team. So they can end up grabbing one of those top spots as well. So uh, everything the Knicks have built and the, 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 the trades yesterday, I think, made them better. But if they're not healthy, it doesn't mean anything. You can't win. You can't knock them for yesterday. They're playing against two of the better players in the league, and they got smoked at home. They got smoked. I mean, they, they played hard. They were diving for loose balls. It wasn't for lack of effort. It was for lack of talent. They didn't have enough talent. They did not. I mean, Obi Toppin's brother was playing minutes. I mean, he, he just came from the G League. So. Talk about Bob. No, it's not Bob Toppin. Bob Toppin. No, it's to- Tommy Toppin. Tommy Toppin. That's yep. Jacob. Jacob Toppin. Sure. All right, let's take some phone calls. 1-800-919-3776. I think 4 o'clock hour on a big Super Bowl week. You got to go to Richard in Manhattan. He's going to bring it hard. Oh, you, you think so? Yep. Who's ready for some dick in Manhattan? 
Ah, uh, how are you guys, Michael, Peter? Oh, they're cheering, they're cheering for you out here, Richard. They're, they uh, love you out you. on Long Island. Peter, this is for you. I'm only bringing one thing today, but it's great. Now, right, one the thing. first Super Bowl was on January 15, 1967. Okay. That wasn't, e- and it wasn't even called Super Bowl. It was the AFL-NFL championship game. It wasn't even nearly the most important thing on television that day. Peter, do you know what was the most important thing on television? It was a New York music iconic moment. One wasn't of the that, greatest was, in the top ten New York was, moments. Michael, you it, may know this. Was it the Beatles? No. Who's the second group to the Beatles? The Rolling Stones. Right. Now, here are the circumstances. The greatest song, in my opinion, that the Stones ever played, they were performing that night. Let's spend the night together. Sullivan, Ed Sullivan, would not let them say, let's spend the night together on television. So they had to change the words to the song, let's spend some time together. And if you watch the video of it, uh, Mick Jagger's eyes are rolled throughout the whole song, showing his displeasure that he didn't want to play, you know, use uh, those words. But they would not, Sullivan would not let them come on the air with play, uh, let's spend the night together. They had to sing, let's spend some time together. you, You know what, Richard? I blame the Stones. Walk out. You don't want the song the way it is. We're not going on. Well, Sullivan was the biggest man in that. He went in Hollywood, even uh, okay. New York, of course. He was how bigger much, than uh, uh, bigger than Johnny Carson. He was huge at those times. I mean, but how much Nick of Sullivan? They can't say spend a night together. Come that, back to me, Ed. Well, I'm sure that was the CBS censors too. I can't say spend a night together. Do you know how we always complain about how like the country's gone to hell and? Things used to be better. Every once in a while, don't you hear something and go, we were trying a little too hard, bro. Not being able to say spend a night together is the definition of trying too hard, bro. Let's go to James and Rutherford. James. See, Rutherford, I'm from Bergenfield. Sorry about that. Uh, what's up, guys? Uh, How you doing? I'm good. I'm good. I, Michael, I really need your help. Uh, Peter, too. Okay? So, uh I call in to stump Rothenberg. I've been doing this for three weeks in a row now. And I've stumped Rothenberg all three times. And uh, Rick and Dave have suspended me for next week. What? They, no. Uh, yeah, and I can't believe that. And I'm, I'm really upset. So I'm, I'm reaching out to you guys. If you guys can help me get unsuspended so I can stump Rothenberg for the fourth time in a row. So, so what you're telling us is he's a very fragile person. He does not like Correct. to be exposed. So you've exposed him three weeks in a row, and he will not let you make it four in a row. He will not. He will not. And, and really, the guy who's killing me is Rick. Rick seems to be even the most upset about this. Oh, my gosh. Really? Well, I mean, I, yeah. I mean, all due respect, James, and I thank you for the call. Rick doesn't do anything wrong. So Never. that has to be spurred on by something with it Dave. Ha- it has to be a Dave thing. I see what you're saying. But I've always been somewhat suspicious of Stump Rothenberg. You know that. Oh, how could you not be? Dubious, if you will. Dubious, if you will. Uh, let's go to Frank in New Jersey. Frankie Frank. I don't today, guys. Uh, I want to forego that Yankee question, Michael, and I have a great question for Peter on wrestling. I want to ask you about the about the football game. It came out that Eric Bieniemy, since he left the uh, Washington Commanders, has has uh, gone to several of the Chiefs meetings, and I yeah, assume I he that. might be with them in Las Vegas. And I wanted to get you guys' opinion on that. 
And then a question for Peter on the wrestling. My gosh, Pete, you couldn't have called that any better. I practically fell out of the chair when I saw that smack heard around the world. I, I, I think it out, and the, we have a month and a half to go before WrestleMania. I mean, this story change uh, storyline could change a hundred times. But uh, what better match for WrestleMania than a fatal four-way cage match with Seth Reigns, Cody, and The Rock going at it for about an hour and twenty minutes? That would be something to see. I wanted to know your thoughts on both issues. One twenty. I mean, The Rock's old. Right? I, 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 thank you so much for the call. Um, I don't know if they're going to make him the, the, the head booker in WWE. Number one, yeah, putting them all in a four-way. Wait, was it a real smack? Yeah. You sure? Uh, yes. So You can't fake a smack. Okay. Smack is just, you haven't seen it yet? No. I'll show you the smack. You haven't seen can the smack? I, can I smack you? See Absolutely not. Oh. Um, so, no, fatal four-way I don't think makes sense. I don't think you need to do that. I don't think they put it in a cage, and I certainly don't think you'd want to do it for an hour and 20 minutes. But I will agree with the caller that it is a phenomenal time to be a fan. I'm so curious about how much The Rock is going to be on TV. And the best thing about WWE is something amazing happens on a Thursday. Guess what happens the next day? SmackDown. we got TV tonight. Got to see what happens. So I believe Cody's on SmackDown tonight. Let me ask you this. When The Rock was complaining to Triple H, you're going to let them disrespect my family. How was his family disrespected? Cody said, well, first of all, The Rock disrespected, Roman disrespected Cody's family first. Right. He said Dusty was, was in nothing or something like that. Dusty Rhodes. That's right. Dusty, the American, the American dream. dream. The American Dream, baby. He said the dream was, was nothing. He said, and he said he was in nothing or something like that. And then a, a few minutes later, Cody said to The Rock and Roman, if your grandfather was around, or your grandfather, the high chief, Peter Maivia, who was Rocky's grandfather, if they were around, they'd be just, they would be embarrassed by you. You'd be, you're a disgrace to them. And that, of course, was then the Rock's moment to say, now you're talking about not just his family, but my family. This is our blood. This is our lineage. Oh, they really know what they're doing, don't they? Oh, my, that, you, oh my God. And even the, Rock's, even the Rock's outfit was so heelish. He was wearing this super tight, like, over-the-top tight t-shirt with a chain on. He just looked like such a, as we say, nozzle. He like he was so ready for it. Like, and, and stupid pants with, like, fancy shoes. He just looked like such a you-know-what. It was fantastic. And then he walked out with Roman together. Oh, it was beautiful. Let's go to Alan in the upper, on the Upper West Side. Oh, I love the Upper West Side. Someone say I live there. Hey, guys. Um, I have a quick... Um, story about going to the only Super Bowl that I ever went to. Okay, um, all right. I went to okay, so I went to school down at the University of Tampa, and I went down there to play baseball. In 1982, I graduated. 83, I played a year professionally in the Dominican Republic. When I went back down to spring training for 1984, I found out that the Super Bowl was in Tampa. So I tried to pull some strings, being that I, I played professional baseball, and I tried to pull a Rosenberg, and I called the NFL office I like to it. see if I could get a comp ticket. So they laughed at me and gave me a number to call down in Tampa, and they said, here, this is our security office, call them. So I called the guy and asked the same thing about a comp ticket. He just started laughing at me. But he heard that I said I was a professional baseball player and he needed somebody for security. So he told me, if you meet me Sunday morning at 7 a.m. and he told me exactly where to meet him, he said, I'll get you in. 
So I met him. He gave me a yellow uh, NFL security jacket. He told me to just walk around the stadium and get used to it, and then he'll have his assignments for me. So I met him about 12 o'clock. He said, the first thing you're going to do is you're going to take Jimmy the Greek from the CBS booth, and you're going to take him out in front of the stadium because he's got to be out there at 3.30 because he's going to give the weather forecast and the point spread. He says, at that point, you'll bring him back up. So as it turned out, I was the opening shot of the 1984 Super Bowl with Jimmy the Greek outside, but the camera was on me, and my mother got a hundred over a hundred phone calls. What the hell is Alan doing down there? So after that was over, he said, "I have another surprise for you." He said, "You're going to run court. You're going to hold the cameraman's court for the entire game, and you're going to be on the field." And I was on the field the entire game. I, I can't. I have. So many different stories about it. Well, well the, 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 those two are enough, Alan. Thank you so much. Uh, he started off with, I'm going to make this short. That was a lie. Why is that always a lie? Because people that say, I'm going to make this short, they know it's going to be long. So they're trying to hook you in where you actually stay with them. It's almost like a no disrespect up front. Yeah. I'm worried. I mean, I don't want to disrespect Alan, but that story just, I, I mean, am, I, am I right? Did the story go on and on? I, I, didn't, I didn't understand it. I didn't understand. I, 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 it I, sounds cool. He was on TV for the Super Bowl. Right. That's pretty cool. I, I mean, it's also kind of an indictment of the NFL back then. They hired a guy over the phone for security. Not what you want. No, I don't think that's the proper vetting that you would normally no. have. No, you wouldn't have felt safe in that situation. Oh, boy. Wow. Nas in Queens. Little Nas. What's up? Not Little Nas. What's up, Pete? Um, do you think WrestleMania would ever be at MSG again? Too small, right, Peter? Yeah, I guess not. I, I, I don't think so. I would love it. I would absolutely love it if they did like. Um, my my hope would be like you do one like fifty, you know, like because because obviously one was there, ten was there, twenty was there, four obviously they're going to Philly. If you could do fifty at, but, but you draw a hundred thousand people. I know. So how would you do it, right? No, you I won't. mean you could make it the most obscenely expensive ticket imaginable. But why would you do that? So, no, sadly, I doubt it'll ever be there. I just hope we get another PLE there, a rumble there again soon, something like that. Football Fridays on 98.7 ESPN brought to you by Bet365. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. When we come back, you know what we have next? Sal Pal. Oh, I love Sal. Oh, I got to talk to Sal Pal about one of his picks. Oh, you're going to bring that up to him? We have to. Oh, you're such a mean do you guy. Have, do you have the audio, Anthony? We should pull the audio of when he made the pick, and I said, have you lost your mind? That, so you're gonna, why don't you save it to the last one? We'll question. save it for the end, right, so he's yeah. not in a bad mood. Hey, listen up. It's Michael K. When it comes to travel, nothing beats Legends Limousine. I'm going to take it tomorrow to the airport. I felt the difference. Let me tell you, it's real. When my family and I need a ride to the airport or out of town, we choose Legends. Their commitment to safety makes every trip a breeze. These guys are not just any service. They've been setting the gold standard for over 30 years. I trust them, and so should you. Call 1-888-LEGENDS. That's 1-888-534-3637. Again, 1-888-534-3637. And use the code ESPN10, ESPN the number 10, to snag 10% off. Travel like a legend with Legends Limousine. 
Empire Outlands is the place to be this winter to shop, dine, and experience. Located steps away from the Staten Island Ferry, Empire Outlets is easily accessible to all New York City and New Jersey residents. Shop at outlets like Nike Factory, Nordstrom Rack, Banana Republic Factory, Old Navy Outlet, Gap Factory, Levi's Outlet, H&M, Guest Factory, and more. Dine in restaurants including Wasabi Hibachi Steakhouse, Nori Sushi Shop, Shake Shack, Hazel's 423 Food Truck, and Bake Culture. Visit EmpireOutlets.nyc to learn more and follow on Instagram at Empire Outlets. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Thanks for listening to the Michael K Show podcast. Hey, buddy. Hey, catch the show on demand wherever you want. Just subscribe to us wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back to the show, everybody. We are coming to you from Plot Deutsch Park. Great restaurant here in Franklin Square, New York. Big crowd on hand. We thank everybody for dropping by on this football Friday. And um, we're waiting on um, South Palo Antonio. You know, they, uh, they announced the list of the people that will be eligible to be voted on for the Hall of Fame next year. And at the top of the list, and I think it's going to be the most fascinating um, candidacy that we've seen in a while, is Eli Manning. We, we, oh, my God. We're going to have... Are we going to have to do this over and um, over and over and over because again? Because I just don't know how people are going to look at him. Because if, if he never won those two Super Bowls, now he did, you would look at his standing of, are those really Hall of Fame numbers? But those two Super Bowls were so iconic, does it kind of wash away what was, you know, it wasn't a bad career, but you, I don't know if you'd say it's a Hall of Fame career. I, I was the ultimate Eli hater. Um, I, I wasn't on the radio yet in New York. I mean, most of his career, I was here for most of his career, but I, I watched the first few years just in Washington. Right. Watched him win a Super Bowl right before I uh, moved up here, or right around when I did move up here. And at first, I was just never impressed with the guy. Everyone always says the same thing. When you saw the Giants were on your schedule, Eli was not a quarterback that you feared. But the bottom line is, in a world that values winning championships so much, 
And in a sport where the quarterback position is so far and away the most important position maybe in all of pro sports, how do you not give props and credit to the guy who did it not once but twice against the greatest dynasty in the history of the sport? Yeah, he, he slayed the dragon. He slayed Brady. He sl- so you twice. Yeah. You, you and have- he was the MVP of both Super Bowls. It's over. I'm sorry. To me, guys, it's over. Eli Manning is a Hall of Famer. I, I don't care. I am a Commanders fan. I didn't root for the man. I may be wearing a quarter zip like the man. But not only is Eli a class human being through and through, I mean, the biggest controversy they could ever find on Eli Manning was him having an issue with signing some footballs. This is a guy who was an ace as a human being and was just a the most even Steven quarterback you've ever seen, no matter what the circumstance was. And he was an Iron Man. He played 210 straight games. The only the, the reason the streak ended was because of some dumb coach. Yes. And, uh, you know, 10th in passing yards. He had over 50,000 passing yards. 10th in NFL history. You know you know who would be the perfect guy to weigh on this? I think Sal he, he had Antonio. A, yeah, he had a bird's eye view as well, this whole thing. No pun intended. Sal, we love you. Thank you for coming on. How you doing, buddy? Love you guys, too. Thank you, Michael. Thank you, Peter. Now, before we get into the Super Bowl, what we were just talking about, you covered him, you saw him, you watched him play, and Eli's eligible for the Hall of Fame next year. Is he a first ballot guy? I believe that he is. You know that I'm one of the 46 selectors on the Hall of Fame committee, the selection committee. Mm -hmm. Uh, I know that the guys who represent New York, Bob Glauber and Gary Myers, are all in on Eli Manning as a first ballot guy. I don't want to speak to them. You'll have them on and talk about it. But I am certainly... Listen, uh, the numbers are there, but the two Super Bowl MVPs. So, you know, who's won two Super Bowl MVPs? Brady as a quarterback. Brady, he's in. He's going to get in, right? Yep. Bart Starr, he's in, right? For sure. 100%. Terry Bradshaw, he's in. So that And, and Joe Montana, he's in. So that's it. That's the list right there. That's the list of quarterbacks with two Super Bowl MVPs. And Bart Starr, Bradshaw, and Montana are in. And uh, Brady's getting in. And Eli is going to get in. And I think he's a first ballot Hall of Famer, 100%. Yeah, I agree. I can't wait. I can't wait. Now, you've been embedded with the 49ers. There have been a couple of... uh Controversies. The field that they've been practicing on, they supposedly don't like. They got uh, awakened today with a fire alarm at 6 in the morning. How are they feeling going into this weekend, Sal? Well, I think they're feeling pretty good. I mean, they were pretty torqued off about the fire alarm. That was yesterday morning for sure. I mean, nobody likes to wake up to a fire alarm in their hotel. And it, was on, it, was, it went off at 6.03, apparently, right after 6, and stayed on for 18 minutes. And... <laughs> You know, their reactions, Nick Bosa and Christian McCaffrey, uh, who who talked about it on the record, said we don't believe that it was done accidentally, you know, and it's more wood on the fire, as McCaffrey said. So they they were very unhappy with the fire alarm. As for the field, I think they've been dealing with it, Mike. They they haven't been crazy about it. You know, Shanahan gave one of those Belichick answers. It is what it is. We're practicing on it. But when you put grass over field turf it's gonna it's it's gonna be a soft surface and uh you know they haven't had any complaints that it has affected their practice you know we asked them about it yesterday and yesterday was the most aggressive and longest practice so there weren't any complaints but i know they're not happy about it now we've been talking about this a lot sal and then uh, we had on joe fornbaugh to talk about it as well 
you know, the 49ers are favorite over a two-time, you know, the defending Super Bowl champion with, with a Hall of Fame quarterback. Does it make sense to you that they're favorite? It does not. Absolutely does not. Because the cast of characters and players on Kansas City, you have to double-team Chris Jones. You have to double-team Travis Kelsey. You have to have, um, you have to account for Patrick Mahomes as a passer and a runner and an escape artist. You don't have any of those dynamics uh, going on with San Francisco. Yeah, they've got playmakers, but, you know, you don't really have to double anybody. Um, and you don't really have to account that much for Brock Purdy as a runner, although it would help a little bit because Detroit did a very core job of it, especially in the second half of the NFC Championship game. I just think the weakest link of all, Michael, is Steve Wilkes, the defensive coordinator, and that defense and the way they have played recently against Mahomes, Reed, his play-calling ability, and Kelsey. Now, Kelsey has been targeted in the postseason 27 times. He's caught 23 footballs, 23 out of 27 against NFL defenses. That, that's just sick, crazy good. Right. Uh, and you gotta you got to find out how you're going to bracket this guy or double this guy or account for him on every single play because of Mahomes' ability to be off script and buy time. And that allows, you know, Kelsey to find those openings in the defense and elude defenders and get open at his accuracy. Even Kyle Shanahan said Kelsey's got the best hands in football. So, no, it doesn't make any sense to me, especially considering how the Niners' defense has played down the stretch here. Do you see this being a great game? Like I, I sort of get the sense, Sal, with these two teams that it may not be like those Super Bowls where you see a quarter, quarter and a half of teams really feeling each other out and moving slow. I, I get the sense this could be a, a sort of more normal feeling and, and pace game. What are your thoughts on what we see play-wise? Well, you know, I, I don't look at it Super Bowl by Super Bowl. I look at it as matchup specific. And if you just look at the way Kansas City played Buffalo and Baltimore, they put so much pressure on Baltimore and Buffalo. And they just got out to such an early and difficult lead to overcome that it, 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 it just, they just had an inevitability about it. You know, just, you just said, okay, well, Kansas City is going to win this game. And as for Baltimore, Baltimore does, is not equipped to come back at all. They, they're just not built to do that, and they couldn't, even after Kansas City was shut out of the second half by Baltimore's defense. So it's very hard to predict. If Kansas City gets out to an early lead and San Francisco struggles like they did against Green Bay and Detroit, then this game could get out of hand, in my view. Sal Palantoni, our friend, is our guest here on the Michael K. Show. He is in Vegas with the 49ers. Sal, is it wrong of me to question Shanahan in these big games? He's blown leads. He was the offensive coordinator at 28-3, completely got shut down uh, as they, uh, they, they forced overtime and then the Patriots won. Does he still have something to prove, or has he proven everything he needs to prove to you? No, you're not wrong at all. Not wrong at all. I, I just did uh, a piece that's running on SportsCenter tomorrow that I don't think there's anybody under more pressure in this game than Kyle Shanahan, Michael. I, I really don't. I mean, he's got a lot to prove. But let's just look at, let's look at four specific examples. And all you got to do is look at the NFC Championship game. They're down 17 points. Brock Purdy saved that. 
Brock Purdy, Mr. Irrelevant, last pick in the draft, so-called game manager, saved them. He had five offensive possessions and had five scoring drives, saved the team. Uh, that, to me, was a remarkable performance. And then go back to the NFC Championship game in Philadelphia last year. They didn't have a good plan to protect Brock Purdy. They had Hassan Reddick being blocked by a wide receiver in motion. Reddick just steamrolled him and knocked Brock Purdy out of the game in the first quarter. So that was a bad protection plan. And then you mentioned the Pats game. You mentioned it in the Super Bowl 28-3. to And then, of course, in Super Bowl 54, they're up by 10 with six minutes to go. So there's no, in my view, nobody under more pressure than Kyle Shannon. His father's won multiple Super Bowls. His good friend, Sean McVay, who's been on coaching staff with him, but his father has won a Super Bowl, uh, you know, without a doubt. I mean, he said yesterday he's not worried about other people's narratives, but, you know, this is real life. This is the NFL. Of course, we're all, you know, subject to other people's narratives and reactions. All right, so also, I'll ask you another one. A- am I wrong to not be overwhelmed by Brock Purdy? Every time I bring it up, people jump me. But, I mean, just in terms of physical talent to make your eyes wide like Patrick Mahomes has, uh, Josh, I-, I don't see it with Purdy. What makes Purdy the quarterback that he is? All right, let's, let's, I'm going to disagree with you on this one, Michael. I, okay. I, there's two things going on with Purdy. The personal and and the football. So on the personal side, I've gotten to know him this week a little bit. And I got to know him after the Eagles game this year when he came into Philly and, and played really well. He's super grounded. He's very confident. Uh, he's very uh, humble. He gets along with his teammates really well. He's a good leader. He doesn't get too high or too low. He's got certain qualities about him that allow him to be good in the moment, no matter what the moment is. That's rare. And that is rare, for sure, 100%. Now, look at the film, and we have Greg Cosell and Darius Butler tomorrow on the Matchup Show, the NFL Matchup Show, which you know I host, and those two guys do a great job, and I know you respect Greg Cosell. You've known him for years. He's got a great breakdown of Purdy. And his ability as a, you know, in the pocket quarterback. And he's got a couple of traits that are very, very good. He was third in the NFL against the Blitz this year. Third. Third. Pretty good as a second mm-hmm. year player. And right. teams blitz him. And Spagnolo's going to blitz him. Remember, go back four years ago, Spagnolo brought the Blitz against the Niners, Garoppolo, 55% of the time. That's the most blitz percentage that he's had as a defensive coordinator, even when he was with the Giants and they were playing Brady. So he's going to bring the heat. He's going to try to heat him up, speed up his processing. But Purdy's been very, very good against the blitz. Third in the league, he averages against the blitz when he throws it to Kittle and Ayuk, his first and second targets, 13 yards a catch. 13 yards of catch with 35 first downs. He's good against the blitz. And then the other thing, if you watch him, he's very good at another thing that Spagnolo does, which is late safety rotation. Going out of a single high into a double safety high look 
That is Spagnolo's calling card because that's what Spagnolo does. He blitzes, he lets his two very good corners cover, and then he rotates his safety to try to confuse the quarterback. But Brock Purdy has been very good against that kind of defense. And Cosell breaks it down in, in our, on our matchup show very, very well. So I'm a big Brock Purdy guy. Don't uh, My slogan going into this week was don't knock Brock. <laughs> uh, I, I don't knock Brock because he can play, and he's, he's a good leader. The defense of the Niners is the weak link, Michael, in my view. So, so it's safe to say, Sal, your pick is the, is the 49ers? No, no, no. I no. said early on, hard, yeah. hard to pick the, against the Chiefs. So, I mean, I picked the Chiefs on ESPN.com. I, I just think, you know, they, 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 they don't have really great answers for what the Chiefs do offensively. The Bills didn't. Baltimore didn't. The Niners don't have great answers for what the Chiefs can bring. I, You know, I, I, I just can't see myself betting against Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, no, as you pointed out, that, that, that 49ers defense has been suspect in the last two games. Now, before we let you go, Sal, I, I, we got to bring up a moment from when you came on the show at the beginning of the season. Oh, let's, no. go, let's go back to September 5th. What two teams do you have in the Super Bowl? I really like Jacksonville. What? Really? Wow. <laughs> if you look at Peter King's column uh, on Monday, he liked Jacksonville to be the number one seed. You look at their wow. schedule. You know, they have a lot of talent. They got a guy who's a head coach who won a Super Bowl. Sal, what can I do to get in on a bet on this ridiculousness that you just said on the show? <laughs> <laughs> I, I, name a number. I, let's, let's just do it. I don't care. I'm in. You know what, Sal? Hang up on him. No, no, hold no, on. No, hold hang on. up on hold him, on. Sal. Hear me out. I, I'm not trying to hang on no, the rim. Geez, the I, I thought you were right. I thought you were doing great, no. Sal. Halfway through the year, I said, Sal is making me look like a fool. What the hell happened with the Jaguars? <laughs> my, my favorite word is ridiculous. <laughs> that was great. <laughs> you know, I, I just love when I'm called ridiculous and it's right. And that was a ridiculous thing. It wasn't, so you, though. You I, just, I, I, I hate to argue for you, but honestly, the first half of the season, Sal, it looked kind of like a brilliant pick. I, lo- I love it, Peter. You just underlined the last 15 minutes that I've had on this program. <laughs> you know, so that's whatever what, you know, I like, just said, forget it. It's all been ridiculous. <laughs> just hang up on his backside. I'm telling you, Sal. I'll understand. Michael, that's going to cost you two tickets to a Yankee game this year, right? Oh, you, you know what? You got it. And, and I promise you, Peter will not be sitting next to you. You know what? I win twice then, Sal. Thank you. <laughs> so do you head to uh, Tampa for spring training after the uh, Super Bowl's over? Oh, yeah. You... We, got our, we got our tickets. We're ready. We'll All be right. down there. I'll see you down there. Sounds good. Have a great uh, Sunday. Enjoy the game, Sal. Sal, thank you. Nothing like George Steinbrenner Stadium in the spring. It's the best. That's right. It's, it's heaven on earth. Thank you, Sal. All right, thanks, guys. See you. Right. Later. That's Sal Palantoni. So a, a friend of the show, one of our best guests, and you had to expose a bad pick he made. Why, why You're is, just an awful person. Why is anybody not immune to, to having to answer to what they did? And by the way, I did that so nicely. I really did think it was a good pick for most of the year. It's interesting to me that they ended so badly, Michael. I, I thought that team would really – didn't you? Early in the year, I, I thought... I, I, no, I, you heard what he said, and I said, really? No, 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 I felt that way. But then right. by about week six, I thought, all right, maybe this team's for real. And then it fell off a cliff. <sighs> the interview fell off a cliff after what you just did. Well, we were wrapping up anyway. Anyway, we'll come back with your phone calls. And Steve Young at 5 o'clock. It's Kay and Rosenberg on Yes and 98.7 ESPN. There's never been a better time for football fans to bet the big game 
than with BetMGM. Download the BetMGM app and get all in on the action for the biggest Sunday of the football season. Can't be in Vegas for the big game? BetMGM app brings the gridiron action to you with a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and player props. The BetMGM app is your betting home for the big game. From spectacular catches to game-winning drives, BetMGM makes every play matter more than ever. Catch the game-winning drives, Download the app today and discover why BetMGM is your first choice for the final kickoff. The big game is here, and end zone excitement doesn't get any bigger than this. Get off the bench and into the huddle with the king of sportsbooks. See BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Plenty one plus years of age or older to wager and physically present in New York only. Gambling problem? Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY at 467-369. Thanks for listening to the Michael K. Show podcast. Well, that's awesome. Looking for more access to the show? That's right, man. Check us out on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at TMKS ESPN. It's a football Friday with the Michael K. Show. Presented by Nissan and Bet365. Just sent a... uh... A text to Sal Palantonio apologizing for you. If you really did, that's sad. Why? It, it, that's, a, that's, in, that's an indictment of him. An indictment of him? If he is actually, I, I, I'm going to go ahead and have enough faith in Sal Pal, professional that he is, to think that he wouldn't actually be offended on a sports talk show that one of the hosts would remind them of their Super Bowl pick the week before the Super Bowl when they got it so wrong. Yeah, but there's there's certain ways you treat somebody when they're in your home. I don't. I, I, let me just say the truth. If, if, if this was reverse, and someone called me out for a horrible pick, right? Which You'd I, love and, it. and I was very. I just wouldn't care. I mean, everyone gets picked. But wrong. they can't do that to you because you're an expert picker. But that's the hard part. I even got the WWE press conference right last night. Yeah, you're on a roll. Now, by, by the way, you I know do, a lot of a lot of is really high today. Should I take a, take yeah, a shot? Yeah. By the way, I do want to tell everyone who's here who's able to hear me at Plot Deutsch. Right. I've been trying to have conversations with everybody and taking pictures during every break because I do have to leave when the show ends. Right. I'm having a big Shabbat dinner in Roslyn at my sister-in-law's house. Is that the one with the weak handshake? You know what? I never asked her about the handshake you thing you said. Well, I mean, it was unbe- it was unusual. It, it, there had to be something going on. But I, I shook her hand three times, and each time, every time the thumb was in. Yeah, it was in. Thumb no, was that, in. That, it's, it's 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 impossible. Please bring it up today. I, I'm going to ask today. Oh, shake her hand. Maybe you've never. Had... Why would I shake her? It would be weird to show up and shake my sister-in-law's you've, hand. That's you've not. Never where we're brought at. this up to Natalie. Her sister. She heard it at the time, and then we just never thought to bring it up. But I just don't want anyone to think I'm rude when I have to leave when the show's over. I'm definitely trying to hang with everyone during commercials and kick it. But no one, and I've shaken in my life, Michael, a lot of hands. Right. I don't think anyone's ever given me the inverted thumb. Yeah, it was very. I mean, I, I didn't know if there was something physically wrong with her, but it didn't seem. I like mean, it. maybe a few drinks could have been that, but. Drinks make you invert your thumb? <laughs> I wouldn't think so. Let's go to Rod in Bethlehem. What's up, Roddy? Hey, Rod. Hey, Mike. How you doing? How's it going, Peter? Uh, Good. Peter. Uh, actually, Michael. Peter's not the only one that predicted the future. Okay. Um, go ahead. Remember this. I had a quote from you from 1995. Peter, wow. follow me on this. Okay. It's 1995. A young spry, Michael K is reporting pre-game show of the Knicks with the return of Pat Riley to Madison Square Garden. you remember that, Michael? I do. It was quite a night. Okay. As we know, the story was that Pat Riley came into the garden. Everybody booed him. But a perplexed Michael, who was interviewing the people in the stands, found it 
you know, kind of perplexing that people were mixed, would have mixed emotions about Pat Riley. And he had this quote at the end of his sports test that he did on pregame. And here's the quote. The people who didn't agree with me goes to show you the disintegration of society that they could just poo-poo the breaking of a contract. Boy, that sounds like me. <laughs> it is an excellent quote, and that's a predicting of, that's before the decision, that's before Twitter, and as we all know, Michael, all relationships are just, um, you know, invisible contracts. Very well said, Rod. I thank you for documenting things that I've said so well. I think that's an impressive quote. It is the disintegration of society when you can't depend on a contract. There you have it. Let's go to Dave and Dumont. Dave. Hey, Michael. How are you? Good. How are you doing, Dave? I've been listening to you for a long time, and you guys, uh, your sports knowledge just, just blows me away. Thank you. So... <laughs> Um, the reason I'm calling is about the Stones and Ed Sullivan. Okay. And the Stones, which were the wireless group going, had to capitulate their lyrics for the Ed Sullivan show. Right. And the flip side of that is the Doors, where Jim Morrison would promise he would not say get higher right. and then once the live show started he said it anyway see and that's why Dave I said what I said to Richard it's on the stones I mean just it's live anyway or just say I'm not going on I know that oh it's on the stones yeah no I agree with you I, I mean you, you can't if, if you if you're gonna sing the song Peter don't roll your eyes if you're going to make the change, don't roll your eyes. Roll your eyes at yourself. I agree. I, listen, I stand... Whatever happened to Jagger, I mean, after that? Uh, yeah, he fell apart completely. Yeah. Total failure. I, listen, I, I stand by it being a little bit lame of Ed Sullivan. I'm not backing off of that. But once you agree to do it, you got to play by the rules of his show. Um, we have the great, the great Steve Young. Our triumphant return I, to the I, show. By the way... He's a guy who wouldn't be offended if I called out. Like, for example, when we say, hey, Steve, whatever happened with Zach Wilson, he won't be offended. Oh, you know what? Do it. Insult two guests in a row. Well, we have to. And act- you, the first guest you called fart now. So, I mean, you're gonna, it's going to be a nice triple play. <laughs> By the way, the fart now, he appreciated my interview. He appreciated that I brought up the real feelings he's dealing with right now. Can, Miss, I, can, Miss I, Anna Las Vegas. can I bring up Anthony Pusick's quote? It's actually a very good quote. Sure. It's obvious that the stones didn't have stones. Wow. Wow. That was, he, that was almost as if he told that joke in your voice. Yeah, absolutely. He knows you well. All right, so Steve Young is coming up next, but first, Peter's going to tell us about the people at FanDuel. Oh, Michael, I don't know if you're aware of what's going on this weekend, but it is the Super Bowl. No way. Yep, that's right. And we're breaking it down to a fine powder. And if you celebrate the Super Bowl like we all do, come on, you're thinking about snacks. By the way, I know my dip situation. We're looking at a seven-layer dip, a buffalo chicken dip, and Michael's really not going to like this. I believe an eggplant dip. Ugh. Yeah, it makes, makes you sick to your stomach, I'm sure. But for me, it's not just about the snacks, the seat on the couch, the halftime show. It's about the bets you could throw down at FanDuel. All right, end your season with a W or two or three. Not only can you bet on who's going to win Super Bowl 58, but also which players will score a touchdown, how many points will be scored, and so much more. 
New customers join today, and you'll get $200 in bonus bets if your first bet of $5 or more wins. Just visit FanDuel.com slash Peter to sign up. That's FanDuel.com slash Peter. Make every moment more with FanDuel, an official sportsbook partner of the NFL, 21 and over, and physically present in New York. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued as not withdrawable bonus bets that expire seven days after seat. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com for help with a gambling problem. Call 877-HOPE-NY or text OPEN-Y at 467-369. All right. Hey, New York. Peter Rosenberg for Security Dodge, Long Island Ram and Wrangler headquarters. Right now, you can lease a new 24 Dodge Hornet RT for only $2.99 a month. That's right. I'm talking about Security Dodge. Zero down. That's right. $2.99 a month. Zero down. All during the President's Day sales event. Shop 24-7 at securitydodge.com. The Dodge Hornet RT is the most powerful compact UV. Now get ready for this disclaimer. Based on 2023, LLHS's compact UV segment, lowest available competitive information, quickest based on 0 to 60 time of 5.6 seconds, most powerful based on 288 HP, best handling based on 0.09 Max-G skid pad vehicle dynamics rating, a weight distribution of 52 over 48, and car driver dynamics testing. Thanks for listening to the Michael K. Show podcast. Hear more of Michael, Don, and Peter live weekday afternoon starting at 3 on 98.7 ESPN in New York. The ESPN app, the TuneIn app, or on your smart speaker. Hey Alexa, play 98.7 ESPN.